check one two one two one two we in the place to be mr tapers barber life and we are in lathonia georgia at the world famous flavors hair salon with my brother mr doug yes sir we we came here because you know you hear people say they want to give flowers everybody's giving flowers now thanks to drink champs but we really want to give our flowers to one of the legends in the barber industry, true legends and still doing it, uh, Mr. Doug Tompkins. And I said, from the first time I started this podcast, he was on my list as one of the barbers I had to interview because he's very influential, but I'm going to let him tell his story. But uh, how you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Still here doing what I do. Doing what that's, I love. Dude. That's what's up, man. It's... This this new location. How long have you been here? I've had this spot five years. Okay. Uh, I was down on Moreland, and I came out here, and I actually I own my building name. So oh wow, this is me hundred percent not when I own my building. Got you. So that's hey, that's that's what we that's what we talking about ownership. That's right, black excellence right here. So we came to the shop, and the first thing that hit me before I even walked through the door was the old school, uh, is that old a, school? Food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, with the old school car in the front, I'll show y'all pictures of that. And then when you walk in and look, it's just a true old school field barbershop. It took me back to 1989 when I first worked, walked in a barbershop as a barber and it's, it's so freaking clean. And not only that, Tell them a little bit about that little extra surprise you got for your customers in the back there. For years, all my shops we used to have drinks. Okay. But I was blessed out here in Latonia to have a mayor and the city council kind of understood my dream. So I'm one of the only official barbershops to have a full liquor lights. Wow. So you can come in, have a drink, legit, right? Not like prohibition. Right, right. It's all official here. Okay. And if you want a cocktail, you want a beer, you want a daiquiri. We got all the top shelf cognacs, tequilas. Wow. And uh like game nights is crazy. And you know, we big Georgia Bulldog fans. So okay, okay. We Alabama, y'all just changed the station. <laughs> but during football season, I had a DJ in here and you could sit and get a haircut, have a drink. Okay. We got people that are linger for like an extra two hours after getting a haircut. Because they want to have a drink. Right. It's a safe environment. Okay. You know, us, we're in our late 40s, late 50s. Right. We can't hang out in the club. Exactly. So exactly. Barbershop is our country club. That's right. What's so the best thing to make our country club fully affect by having the lookalikes? That's what's up. Hey, and this bar is incredible. It, it will rival any bar in any major club. Let me tell y'all. And I built everything myself. Wow. Everything in the bar, I built myself. Everything in the shop, I built myself. That's on a small construction company also. So, okay. you know, this is my passion. I did. Man, hey, my, hey, that's crazy. My wife would love for me just to, <laughs> just to intern around you because I can't do nothing around the house, boy. Hey, I, YouTube, uh, YouTube Academy. Uh, right, right. That's what <laughs> I'm learning. YouTube Academy. That's, that's how I learned. That's what I'm learning, man. But, hey, so tell me, for those who don't know you, when did you first pick up a pair of clippers or how old were you oh uh, i was probably like 12 actually when i first started cutting here i always been good at uh drawing and painting okay uh i went to visit 
my cousins in Indiana, they're a little older than me, so they ain't doing a little cutting. Mm-hmm. And then I actually picked up the Clippers and started doing the Adidas sign, Nike signs when I was 12 years old. Okay. Got good at it. Uh, my mom seen that I was good at it. I was cutting hair while I was in school, in the gym, in the locker room. People that's old school members have homeroom class. Yeah, yeah. Teachers and let me cut hair in homeroom class. Oh, shoot. So, uh, that's crazy. I see the choker cut in the homeroom. So, uh, I was telling a crazy story the other day to some of my barbers. When I first started cutting hair, you remember them old school mirrors in the bathroom where you can hold it? And you can see oh, yeah, back. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm like 12, 13 years old, so I done cut the name in the back of my head. Uh-huh. So I'm flexing, like, Mom, come check out what I did. I go to my mom, she's like, baby, it's backwards. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, oh, you used the mirror, it's backwards. Man, I was so heartbroken. Oh, but she's seen the passion I had for her. But to piggyback what you said about my shop being old school, when I was 15 years old, my mom took me to this dude named Mr. Mitchell. He owned Mr. Bubba Chelsea. Okay. And the cats that used to come through there was like Andrew Young, uh, Muhammad Ali, Bishop Tutu, Marvin Harrington, like all the heavyweights and civil rights. Okay. All okay. the heavyweights. Anybody you know from Atlanta that was a civil rights leader came to that shop. Gotcha. So it was that old school feel. It's like if you look up on the wall of him, I just kind of like gave my salutes to the people that I've met in our history. I wanted that old school, new school mix. Right, right. Like hey, I actually man. shook hands with, I actually cut Andrew Young's head before. Wow. I mean, Marvin Harrison, I cut his head before. Just couple, but Mr. Mr. Marvin Bingley, like, they go on together. So being wow. around that older crowd and that, that motivation made me be who I am now because my old heads got on me. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you picked up the Clippers at 12. Worked in the shop at 15. He let me come in at 15. He had to be 16 to get an apprenticeship. Okay. So it was probably like three months before my birthday. He let me come on in. I did my apprenticeship in front of him. Okay. And so how old were you when you did your first design? Say 12. Wow. About 11, 12. Nike signs and all that. Straight up. I was in That's... Indiana. But I was an artist first. Okay. That's my thing. I actually teach art. At, well, I used to teach art at Bradley Predatory Academy. Kids just Autistic, bipolar, schizophrenic, ADD. Okay. My whole passion is art. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Like, I was a kid in, in a, a middle school, elementary school, when the teacher needed something drawn on the, what they call it, a little board, art board, not, you know, little walls they put up in the class. Yeah. I was a kid that did all that. Okay. You know, so I was a, that kid. Man, so, so we got serious art skills here, y'all. So, take it to later. Hey, look, look, look. All those are haircuts. Smile now, cry later. The dude from barbershop. This is what I did here. I just took my art skills and put it in here. Right, right. Wow. And I'm going to definitely... That's what, like we was talking earlier when you came in, about the new stuff people are posting on social media, Instagram right. and all this. Right. We was doing that back in the 90s. Okay. Doing that back in the 90s. Okay. So you saying... The Beijing, the coloring, the dyes, the airbrush. You was doing that. Back in the 90s. Wow. The men's hair pieces. Back in the 90s. That's Dying back in the 90s. This is just something people caught on to. Gotcha. You know, at first, I used to actually teach classes on it. Uh-uh. Oh, that's gay. The only man want all that color in his hair. That's gay. That's gay. Uh-huh. You're going to put some weave in that man's hair. That's gay. That's gay. Uh-huh. But now it's kind of like, 
Men want to be just as fly as these women. They right. want to step out there Hollywood. Right, you know, right. Men are losing their hair. They want to still look fly. Your corners don't went back. They want to look fly. Right. So now, you know, the the, the time of the man being that, what, what, what's, the, what's the word for it, baby? The, uh, yeah, the metro section. Okay. They used to sound gay saying metro section. Right. But right. now it's just a clean cut, sharp beard, right. nice line. But they caught on to it now. This thing I was telling I work for S. Carolus Products, the Pink Product. I work for Osa Clippers, Savage Beauty Supply. Uh, 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 Man. What's the name? It's like five other companies. I'm like, all of them, I'm, I'm trying to tell them, this is the angle we need to go. This is what we need to do. But you know, it caught on. Okay. So I'm glad everybody making money off of it. Like right, that. right. Wow. So th- let's not skip over that, that client list. You said you work for Oyster, Sally's. Uh, who uh, else? I work for Oyster, Sally's. S Curl. That's left product. I am. Go back to some of the old S Curl boxes. Yeah. That's some of them. Remember the paint, uh, the paint lotion? Yeah, all that. I'm trying to remember some of the Ion was a flat iron because I do witness that too, so I work for a flat iron company. I mean, Half of the companies out there, Hawaiian Cynthia, I worked with them for a little while. Okay. I'm a company back in the day. But I just kind of got out of it. I got burnt out. The game, I'm going to tell you one of the reasons I got out of it. I was doing hair for Silence Beauty Supply. I'm not going to mention the company's name. But I'm going to say this to educate and, and wake some people up. I remember back when I was coming up, there was only maybe a handful of black barbers doing platforms. Okay. Handful. Me, G Wiz, and maybe a couple other guys. Okay. Was the only one. I was probably like 20, 21 years old when I was doing chat for Doing it for years. So uh I went to work for Silas for Clipper Lunch. Uh-huh. I had a certain clipper company come to me and say, Look, we want you to come work for us. So I'm like, all right, cool, what's the pay? Pay was like two hundred dollars a day. I'm oh, like, dude, really? Like I can do that in a couple of heads. Right. And then I was like, so, okay, if you had me come with you all, what shows did you have me list you do? The only shows they had was the black hair show. You know, the black hair shows back then was the Rose, the Bonner Brothers. Got it. You know, the Rose was the one they did in Chicago. Okay. So I was like, hold on. So I'm with this company, and they taking me to the premieres, the shows in Miami, to Chicago. I'm going to, uh, I went to Japan one time. They're going up to the Bahamas. We're going all over the place. But because your company basically told me they have a white team and they got a black team. Right. I'm only going to be allowed to do three hair shows in the village, y'all, for $200. And I'm like, is it really still racism? I felt like I was in this racism. Like, yeah. I'm telling the dude, look, hair is hair. You give me a pair of clip with that shit, okay, let me send my son to do a good pick. Right. But that's the way that company had their whole system set up. But then what happened? This is what I'm saying. This, then this is what happened. I remember I did a hair show down in Miami one time. Mm-hmm. And I was judging. And I never seen so many Spanish people coming to the barber industry. Right, so right. So what happened and now in 2023 and how about in 2024, really started before, instead of them hiring black platform artists, they hire Spanish barbers. Mm-hmm. So they bilingual. So they can work the West Coast and Florida and all the other places. Gotcha. I mean, when I used to work for Sally's, they actually hired an interpreter to be on stage with me when I was in Miami so they can interpret to the Spanish crowd over there. But what's happened now is 
you don't see as many black barbers at the Barnum. You see more Spanish at the okay. Barnum, brother. Right. You, you've seen it. Yeah, I've you seen You see it. more Spanish barbers because they're bilingual, so they kind of pushed us out and brought in the other barber. I just see it, no disrespect, but that's what I've seen from my beginning in the industry until so now. And that's what kind of like the racism telling me it was on, I can only do black hair shows. And then I just seen the way the industry was going as far as hiding. Like with salads, I'm not trying to brag or nothing, but I was getting paid down there three, four times that amount per day, plus per bean, plus they're picking up in another, plus they will pay for my models to come and fly with me. Okay. And I've just seen the way the game has changed. Uh -huh. You got a lot of people that's so big on trying to get their name started. They'll get effed in the butt just to get a little fame. Right. I had my fame. I had all that. Right. Couldn't check. Right. And exactly. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, I first, well, I followed you online. I've known you for a while, but you I followed you. Yeah, but I followed you online recently. And I was like, why doesn't this guy have more Hold followers? Because I'm not that dude. <laughs> right. But I was like, this dude is a freaking legend. He should have a million plus. But but I have a lot of my clients are like, dude, why you make posts? Why you do that? Not the same thing I would say. Do Lamborghini run commercials? <laughs> That's true. Do, do run commercial. Right, right. You got a lot of these Ford and and, and Chevrolet barbers out here, but I'm a Lamborghini. Man. Right. Shit, I no like that. Me, I, I ain't I no like point of me putting my work out there. They seen it. Now I just sit back and watch the new crew come up. I give them a nod. I don't need to be tapping right. on the back and all that. I see my accomplishments when I see it on, on right. social media. When I see these barbers doing platform, when I see these barbers doing man weed, uh -huh. when I see them rocking the Beijing's doing design. In the back of my head, me and my wife be at home, like, check them out. Who started oh, this? Right. But I don't need to pat on the back. You know, y'all guys get your money. Right. Hey, that's that's very true. Very true. Okay. So we are, once again, we have Flavors Hair Salon, Barbershop and Hair Salon. And uh, I love, I mean, you got it all covered. You got merch on the wall. You got products, a lot of barbershops. Y'all need to sell products, but y'all don't. We got products. We do. We got a pool table. We got a stage. Pool table and a stage. Okay. So that's, that's good. Up and coming performers. They can perform up here. And I love the relaxed atmosphere, the couch, and just the old school chairs itself, man. Uh, Man, I, I'm, I'm, I got my eye on some old school chairs, but the, when we were coming up, I don't know if you knew, but I definitely didn't know these things were as valuable as they are now. Because I would have I would have caught me. My boy Sip out there in Texas, that's all he do. That's my partner. That's all he do. Getting chairs and flipping. Okay. Actually got an old one at the house. Okay. Yeah, man. Yep, so... Let me see. So what kind of clippers are we working with? You know, I had to jump on the bandwagon. I ain't hit on a lot. Okay. You know, I used to be Andy's man, hands down. Uh-huh. I used to be Andy from the lines and wall from my clippers, but everybody on the stage list now. But, you know, you got to get clients what they want to see. And they see you with the vape list because they see other people with them. Oh, you got a new clip. Right. right. So that's what you want to see you with clippers. But to me, a clipper, you clip it. It's about the ball. Right. The same way Michael Jordan's mom said he moved. 
Right. Hey, that's very true. Very true. So for when I first started there, my first bell was a pair of wall blippers that didn't adjust. Uh-huh. I set the blade quick and screwed it in tight. So I had one side of the so high. And that's how I learned how to trade. So it don't matter about the purpose of ball. Okay. Okay. You know some cat we seen the cats in the VR. And overseas, what we doing? Men's fade with a raisin. Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. So okay, so you rocking with the bat with the babylus. That's how y'all say it, because I was say, hey, they say babylus. Oh yes. You must have lost him head. And I don't go to the head so I don't know ah. full pronunciation. Okay. Okay. So we got the FX joints. Okay. And the trim. Man, I got bandages and stuff from the cemetery up under my station. Okay. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I pulled out my masters the other day. Mm -hmm. I hadn't used them probably in about 10 years. A little, but I loved the power. I forgot how much power that joint had. See, the thing, I, I was messing with them Bayfields when they first came out, and I didn't like the power. So I just got back on. I guess them did some work to make them better. Like, even the Andy's Masters, the importance, thing for me. Yeah, I got it. I gave it away. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. The old school stuff that's the best. Like even true enough, these are old school style barbecues, but they newer version. Like the old school stuff lasts forever. Like even when you go into our guards, our guards break passes on the Everything is breaking because they want you for the combat. I mean, it's just like the doctors. They ain't gonna fix it right. It's just want you to keep coming back. That's true. That's very true. And uh, let's see. Oh. I know you got a lot of them, but tell me, how many competitions have you won? I can't even keep track. I probably love the barber. I can, you can just go through Grinder Brothers and get the 10 from the Millennium Man to the Raw Man to the Barber Battles to the Hair Battles. That's 10 right now just with Grinder Brothers. He ain't talking about stuff from Chicago to Cali to Virginia to Florida to Tennessee to overseas and stuff. I mean, they, they, something I used to be big on back in the day. Yeah. And I tell people, like, the competition that you want to get yourself out there, that's how I got discovered. I was in the competition at Barnum Brothers. One, I had my portfolio back then, and I went downstairs, a lady named Barbara, that was the head lady for Sally's. I showed her my portfolio. I just won. I'm showing her that the trophy. She hired me right there on the spot. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be $800 a day to be a political class. It's 20 years old. So come on. Back then? Come on. You talking about 28 years ago? For a 20-year-old? $800 a day? Flying out of town? Like I said, then she had, I had my cousin Chip and my own boy chain. So she paid them to be my models. We flying out everywhere, balling out. We'll call up at 10 o'clock after rehearsal. Hey, we want to go out to this restaurant, this club. Okay, we're having a limo downstairs waiting on them. Come on, man. We used to. That's what I'm saying. This new generation, they letting these companies pimp them, man. Some of our people paying $150, $200 a day. You make that in the shop. Why jeopardize? Man, I don't get it. Man, that's, that's incredible, bro. That, that Sally's. Boy. Well, um... Your your resume is, is is incredible, man. But for me, just being selfish, I wish you would maybe hire somebody to do your social media 
because I want the world to know just how freaking dope you are, man. Because I see dudes out there with the big followings and they can't they can't even touch you, bro. No, but it's kinda like, do you want a Donald Trump or an Obama? Obama was laid back cool dude to handle his business. Now you want to that's an asshole and talk shit and think he's bigger. I'm no Obama in this thing. I accomplished everything. I can't take no more clients. I'm booked up. I actually had to move people around because I can't get them. So why promote? And then I look like this. If I promote my work, all they're going to do is keep biting my shit. So why put my stuff out? So I just do what I do, stay home, I'm get a retire soon. I'm happy and I'm content. I work, do what I do, go home, take care of my wife and kids, and live my life. But I'm saying, I get a kick out of it. I see people what they doing. But, I mean, my biggest thing right now is I, I do teach classes. My biggest thing is teaching people how to retire, how to get life insurance, disability insurance, things like that. Like, I got side nerve pain. So, uh, my disability is about to kill me. So, it's like you probably got to realize you can't stay out there. Hey, that's that's some real true stuff you said right there, bro. Well, any class you have on that, I, I definitely need to be there. Um, man, I tell you, bro. I'm like I said, you were like one of the first barbers that I said I have to do an interview for. Um, I think I first met you at uh, and uh, Andy's. Uh, Andy show, I think. No, 2003, Miami, Florida. The uh, the Salon Sense uh, magazine. You remember them? Yeah, they they were ahead of the game because they were one of the first companies to really recognize barbers. I remember it was a Major Lee Lee Bobby used to work for them. Name. And what I remember about that. But what I remember too, what they was doing was trying to kick our brains so they can. I mean, it's the same thing like like I was saying earlier. They're going to bring us heavy hands in, pick our brain, take what we got, and go find some flunkies to do what we tell them that we're doing. And we never get the credit of our props. I even gone and said, the Warner Brothers bottle vibes. My, that was my fucking idea. Mm. I went to Erica and then with Ron Brook. I went to uh, uh, Mr. Darrell before he passed. I had a whole packet. Like, look, you got all these women come to the end show. All you got is hair about Why don't you go to Barber Battle? Because then if you got all these women, you can have all these men on stage. They tell me I'll go there putting me on payroll. I'm like, no, I won't. The butch out paying. And then she's like, well, what we'll do, we can put you in the competition. I'm like, no, why don't you give me better pay? And then I can be on the team for the Barber Party. They didn't want to do it. Erica wanted so she got it. I ended up competing in the store. But people pick our brains constantly. Still ideas, our concepts. And they end up getting the glory and the cash. Well, they get the cash. They try to give us a glory or a trophy and pat them back. Them days are over. For me. So you say, why well, I'm going to post things on Instagram, why I'm going to do this and that. Because the days of glory is over. I ain't got no money. Hey, I feel you, brother. Got to respect that. Got to respect that. All right, man. Well, uh, I, I saw on the sign y'all y'all got a little game night thing here. First, first and third Sunday. Just something like I say, this is a safe spot. You know, we hold in here. A lot of my cats that come in here, 30 and up, 40, 50. 
Mm -hmm. And you know, the way that is now, the open carry law, <laughs> no shit. Yeah. It's a safe place for grown folks to come. You can just chill and have a drink. You ain't got to worry about, well, you packing a gun and this and that. What's going to jump off? I mean, just real talk. That's how it is. I mean, shit. You just seen Juneteenth. How many people got shot in Chicago and different places? Mm -hmm. So it's just, I don't even go out no more. That's one of the reasons I love having a bar. If you want to watch the game, me and my friend, if you don't want to watch the game, meet me in my shop, you can drink my own liquor. Hey, that's that's some true brotherhood stuff there, bro. Uh, I think I'm. What's what's this Sunday? Is this the third Sunday? This oh, we're not doing it this Sunday. Okay, it's my daughter's birthday this Sunday. Okay, gotcha. We got a big thing in my house. Everybody coming through. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Hey, man, I think we covered it all. I want to thank Mr. Dub, true barber legend. If you need a haircut, it's probably a three month wait. <laughs> To get yeah, on his he list. Anymore, he ain't taking that anymore. But it's good, brother. Got you, got There's you. one thing about me, too. Everybody that works in my shop, cut on my same level. Like, this shop, you will not get a bad haircut in. Most of these shops, you just hire somebody straight out of barber school just because they're trying to get some boot rent from them. Right. You got to try out the work in. So if you can't cut, you can't work in. I fire my own cousin because you can't work in. Mm. You hear that, barbershop owners? True barbershop knowledge. Don't be one of those barbershops where you're trying to get boots on. Right. Don't roll your name. That's right. Don't be a barbershop. One barber in front can cut. Everybody else can't cut. He makes sure everybody can cut in this shop. That's true barber knowledge, y'all. All right, y'all. I want to thank Mr. Doug. Flavors Barbershop and Hair Salon. What is that? Six nine six nine six nine six six Main Street, Latonia, Georgia. Come through. You're gonna get a good cut from one of the other barbers. And a good drink. And a good drink. You want a nice drink? You can have a drink too. Very chill atmosphere. You will love it. Shout out to Major League Barber. June the sixteenth, Niagara Falls. It goes down. And also the Texas Barber Battle, July, I'm sorry, July 16th, it goes down, Major League Barber. And July 16th, same day, Texas Barber Expo. Make sure y'all check them out. And we out. Let's do it.